everybody. How are you all doing? Welcome back to our podcast. Whose Whose child child are you? This is Lizzie. And Elamara. And this week, we are going to be discussing the topic. God honors order. And we will get right into that right after we open in prayer. Father, we thank you for another opportunity to be able to discuss things in a godly manner we pray that the listeners will be blessed on today and their lives will be enriched in jesus name amen 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 so yeah well honestly we decided to record this episode literally today Uh, the background that we come from um we've seen what can happen when honor is i mean order isn't honored and how that can literally cause institutions to disintegrate because of a lack of order or a lack of structure so we were like i was like oh we're recording tonight you down to record tonight because this i feel like this is such an important topic especially in the body of christ because we can be in a body uh but you have to understand that when there is a chain of command or when there is order it has to be honored and it has to be respected and god himself honors and respects order and structure and that leads nicely into our weekly scripture. Um, it'd be nice if I had it <laughs> ready. <laughs> Guys, I was singing I was singing Molly music and um Lecrae before this, so I was a bit carried away. So I haven't done my research properly. But no, let is um let us go to that scripture. I it was first Corinthians fourteen thirty three. Uh, And I'm reading from the NIV version for God is not a God of disorder, but of peace as in all the congregation of the Lord's people. And the words of the Lord are already blessed. So, um, yeah. And we were in the car because our lunch is kind of overlapped. So we were in the car kind of discussing and prepping for today's episode. And uh, mom said, what what question did you ask me? What do you take away from that scripture? And uh, what I said, God is a God of peace. So there must be order and peace only comes when you have order because when things are out of order or notice how if like a lift or elevator is out of order, almost not always, but chaos can ensue because then it's like, what now? What? Why can I? Why do I have to take the stairs or the stairs? It's going to be such more laborious word of the week. (laughs) it's it's going to cause so like me to do so much more and so much work. So when things are out of order, when things are not in a structured way, it causes for there to be more work and that work can come at the cost of your peace. This is very true. Um we often hear the term that God is not the author of confusion. Um and <clears throat> where there is order, yes, there is peace, but the absence of peace is chaos. So without order, there is chaos. There is chaos. Um, and as Els so rightly said, in any organization, whether it is secular or um, quote unquote the church or a ministry, let's say it like that, if there is not order, then everyone's running around like a headless chicken. A headless chicken has no direction. Um, according to God's word, he says that he orders our steps. Therefore, if he orders our steps, we're not headless chicken and we're not running around um, aimlessly. So it is very important that um, there is hierarchy 
but not only that there is hierarchy but that the hierarchy is um respected even when you look into the family the the you know one of the first institutions that god brought about the he placed the man as the head of household and then the woman and um don't come for me now but um in in a family where there is a is a marriage if that hierarchy is not followed if the wife assumes the role of the husband um or you know wants to be the one in control then that household is not going to run smoothly because it's out of order which even brings back to what we were talking about in the car with the sermon that you were listening to and the it was by Juanita Bynum and how she said that it wasn't that basically it was Ahab he kind of relinquished control to Jezebel mm-hmm. which is what allowed her to basically she went from trying to get land to she had control and because she had control things were in disarray and that wasn't the way that God designed it because dude was king like he had he literally had the authority to do what he needed to do but because he felt that he needed to relinquish control he gave it over to someone who quite literally messed up his legacy i mean that takes us back to um and again don't come for me it come it goes back to god's order and the authority that he has given onto onto men when they know their rightful position it's Um, true you know some men don't they really don't um, for various reasons and factors. But just like Ahab, they would prefer that a woman takes the lead. They would prefer that a woman is in control. But God instituted it that the man would be the priest of his home. Mm-hmm. He would be the covering. He would be the one that would give the direction um, to the family. Um, and when you even take that same model as in there is someone at the head and you look into the church if the one at the head does not have direction doesn't know where they're going nobody knows where they're going exactly whether you're in a company if the leader of that company the ceo the managing director whatever you want to call the top dog Mm -hmm. does not understand where they are going or understand order because you can understand where you are going. But because it doesn't flow. It doesn't flow down because there's no order. It's the same as if you have a straw and you're trying to drink through that straw mm. and there's a kink in that straw. It's not going to flow. It literally stops right there. It stops at the kink. So it's the same way if you are in an organization and there's no there's no honor given or respect given to hierarchy or a person's authority then what's going to happen the flow is going to stop because you're so busy fighting over getting someone to recognize your authority and where you lie in the hierarchy mm. that what you are actually there to accomplish cannot be, can't accomplished. be accomplished yeah um and I think, as as you said at the beginning, that can cause disarray, that can cause, you know, in a company, people to come and go, you know, like a revolving door, because the vision doesn't flow. Mm. Um, even when you go back to the scriptures, I mean, and I, I mean, I love to refer back to the, to the scriptures, because, you know, that is the, 
roadmap that God has given us in the scriptures. It shows you men of God, women of God, you know, people of God that had flaws. It shows me I can have flaws and God can still use me, but I don't have to stay in the state of having a flaw. I can mature and move past that. Mm. But going back to the scripture um, and it talked about Moses and, and God put in the spirit of Moses upon the other elders. Right. Mm. So that they were flowing with him. But when they but they know and they understood Where, Moses they were was the one at the top. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, order is just so, so vitally important. So vitally important. It is. And even going back to what you were saying about uh, the men, the man being the covering in the family. it. I was listening to, you know, some people talk when you are under, when you are able to be under a man who can lead, you function more in your femininity and you function more in the way that God has designed you mm -hmm. because you do like in the world, especially, you know, bringing it back to being black women, you can operate in a place of of masculinity even as a woman you know trying to make sure that you're guarded in a certain way because of how you have to operate in the world making sure that you're guarded and protected so you put up this wall and that comes with uh i don't know if air is the right word but an air of masculinity so when you are covered by someone who is able to take on the role of being masculine you operate more in your femininity you are able to be softer you are able to be more nurturing and you know you, there might be times that call for you to have to put on the masculinity again, especially if you're in the workplace, if you're operating out in the world, if you have to defend and protect yourself, you need to be able to tap into being masculine in that sense. But when you are in the order or in the hierarchy that you're supposed to be in, you're able to be softer and you don't have to worry as much. Very true. That, that, I mean, that is true. Um, you know, you don't have to um, put up put up a front. Exactly. You you can be who who you are called to be, and um, you know, in ministry, uh, I've been in ministry now a, a long time. I I was born and raised in church. I've seen ministry for most of my life. Um, you could say all of my life, really. I don't remember a time when I didn't know ministry. Mm. We can, um, you know, think that we're doing God a favor by acting a certain way, trying to portray something, thinking that we're trying to get something done. Um, but when we're not in the right order, it's not effective. It's not. You know, it's really not effective. It may, on the, the, the outside look, that we're getting somewhere, that we're moving forward, that we're successful... But when you're not falling in line, um, and I, I I think a lot of times that's what we miss. God is a God of order. Um, you know, you you just go back to the very beginning, in the beginning. Um, you know, after God made all the preparations, he created man. He didn't mm. create woman first. He created man. All right, don't let the feminists get on us too much now, because you know I love me some feminists. <laughs> I mean, no, don't get me. I'm all for women's rights and, and all of that. I really am. Um, but all of that can come to us and we can have everything that we want to be um, the woman that we want to be. But doing it in order. But I think that even is even a, a topic for another day. Being submissive 
in a place of being a woman and honoring and understanding that your husband or the man of the household is your covering, but understanding that that doesn't like the submission doesn't, doesn't have diminish. to come exactly it doesn't have to come at a cost of being less than or being viewed as less than you can still i think i'm not sure if that's the right i don't know if the theology is really supporting me here but you can still be equals but still be covered if that makes sense well your father would always say that his wife doesn't walk behind him i walk alongside him and so in that sense is, you are equal so it's uh, it's a partnership exactly but in the partnership you understand your role it's true a partnership doesn't if everyone's trying to do everyone else's job it it doesn't really work so i mean you can still be equal and equality doesn't have to come at the at the sacrifice of submission or submission doesn't have to come at the sacrifice of equality but you can have both and god didn't design us to be less than he simply just designed us to be protected and you notice that women flourish more when they are protected or when they feel that they are protected. Because they're not trying to fulfill a role that they weren't created to fulfill. Um, and I think when we are operating out of order, we're um, using so much energy to be what we're not. Mm. We don't have the energy left to be who we are. It's true. Um, and a lot of times we we miss that um we want to be seen as the powerful woman of god or we want to be seen as that top executive um at work um you can go into the boardroom and not have to be masculine in the sense of having the attitude i'm a bull i'm gonna run everyone over you know you know it's my way or or the highway Mm. you don't have to go in there with that attitude you can go in there with a queen esther attitude and get what you want Mm. queen esther i mean if we're going back to the word Mm. and we're looking at the examples that god had has given unto us queen esther didn't take on no masculinity and say yo hey man what wrong with you man no she went in there as a queen as a lady Mm. and i think a lot of times we in this society today being a lady um is kind of put on the back burner what do you mean by that what i mean by that is um you know just we've got hot girl summer we've got drop it like it's hot we've got all these things surrounding um sexuality Mm. rather than femininity is that is that the right way to say femininity that that does make sense to um so you know when you are feminine you know how to act like a lady you know how to be self-respecting there's certain words that don't come out your mouth Mm. as a lady you wouldn't dress certain ways as a lady you wouldn't address um people certain ways as a lady you wouldn't act in certain ways Mm. but we have um you know come to the point where we feel we have something to prove because in this day and age um you know we're coming from the perspective of black, of a black woman black women are more educated than a lot a lot a lot of others it's true. um some black women are so educated they're hotter than a thermometer because they have so many degrees uh. <laughs> <laughs> you know and we have taken the education or what opportunities we have been afforded and allowed um to really get to our head 
So we have forgotten who we are mm. and, you know, where we come from and how to really walk with that in the fruits of the spirit, with that gentle spirit. We feel that we have to be out there and we have to be heard no matter the cost. Mm. It's true. It's true. And just, I think it always kind of ties into other episodes that, you know, we've planned or other episodes that we've done, but especially being women in church or in ministry, understanding that even though God has placed you under, you have to respect that the, the man of God that God has placed you under. Very, very true. Yeah. So it's, Oh, how do I say this? Like, okay. For example, right? Like I understand the hierarchy and order that operates in our household and how that affects our, the ministry as well. And I can understand that even though dad may have done something at home that's really ticked Elamara off, when we go into church, I still have to respect the fact that my bishop said, okay, Elamara, you have to do this behind the camera. Okay, Elamara, you need to do this for praise and worship. Even though I be so real, daddy has ticked me off and I'm not going to talk to him when we get home because I'm highly upset and the, Lord, and the Lord is working on me on that. But I understand that even though in that moment I'm upset at my father, my father who is still my bishop has given me a task or has given me an assignment. And in that moment, I have to honor the order that has been set or that has been placed before me, even though I may not feel like it in that moment, even though I may not like it at that moment. I wrote down that when order is established, you're in the right place for God to bless you. Now that because the, the, the blessing can flow going back again to the scripture, the, um, the oil that was poured on Aaron's head ran down his beard and ran down his skirt. Yeah. So in order for something to run or for something to flow, Everything has to be in order and lined up. Um, I know for myself, um, you know, going into ministry, I think I, I, I was quite young. Uh, um, I was often referred to by the elders as the baby um, in ministry. I still feel quite young um, in ministry. <laughs> I will throw that in there. <laughs> <laughs> um, but when I say that, um, it's... I'm kind of going along the lines of the Apostle Paul and feeling like you have never attained or you have never um, achieved. But I had seen women in ministry that had a hard shell. Mm. And I never wanted to be the one that had a hard shell. I always still wanted to be, to be soft, feminine, approachable, but you know where your boundaries are. But a lot of women in ministry, it seemed to me, had, you know, had to put on, as you said, that masculinity. It's because masculine energy. That's the word I was looking for. Masculine energy, let's say that, is because they had to do that because they felt not respected mm. in the role that God had called them to be. And a lot of times people would if a woman was a pastor for example would try to come and run over her because she is a woman and quote unquote the weaker vessel mm. and um i understood that but still i wanted to be me and that's why you find that i am so real mm. um because if i'm real with you you will understand i just didn't come to this yesterday god has brought me a long way mm -hmm. um 
and in God bringing me a long way, he has, he has kept my personality intact. Mm. Um, in the sense of, I laugh as much now as I did when I was 18, 20, which wasn't that long ago. <laughs> but he has, you know, kept, he has kept me soft. You know, my heart is touched by what people are going through. And people, I believe, I mean, that's my belief, <laughs> that people can relate to me and see me for who I am. Um, but when we've put up this masculine wall, mm. I'm so strong. There are times you will see me cry. You will see me cry. Mm. And I'm not, I'm not ashamed to cry. There are times when Lizzie is weak, but then I understand what the scripture says. In my moments of weakness, that's when I need to know his grace is sufficient. Amen, amen. Um, but because we as women, as especially as black women, feel that we have something to prove. Oh, I'm better than the next brother. Oh, I'm an independent black woman. Um, oh, I can make it on my own. I don't need no man. I can do battle by myself. All right, my dear. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we, we, we've got these ideas in our mind um, because of what black women have been through. I'm not diminishing that at all mm. or making little of it at all. But when we understand God's order, we will get to where we need to get to quicker mm. without so much of a struggle. And without so much of roadblocks, you're going to run into a lot of detours if you're trying to navigate on your own. This is it. Going back to the word again, we want our steps to be ordered by him. Mm. But in order for our steps to be ordered by him, we need to be in order. Mm. And like I've just made a, a observation when you said that not once when we were discussing being covered by a man of God or being covered uh, in the household or in the family, did we mention the woman as the weaker vessel? We mentioned that it was a partnership and that you're covered, but we didn't say that you were weaker or less than. And then when you went on to talk about women that you've seen in ministry, how men have referred to them or have seen them as the weaker vessel, which God didn't design us to be weaker. He didn't design for us to be weak or meek or like meek in the sense of timid he designed us to be a partner to be a helpmate to help and to nurture not to be weak and because we may be seen as helping or nurturing people may think you can't lead in the sense of you can't lead a congregation or you can't lead a team or you can't lead people but you have to understand that you can still be feminine or still be the the vessel that God has called you to be without being the quote unquote weaker vessel. And please correct me if I'm wrong. I think in the translation of like weaker, when it says the woman is the like the weaker vessel or, or such something along those lines in the Bible, it wasn't weaker in the way of like less, less than it was weaker in the way like weaker in that area that I mentioned. I can't recall the scripture right now, but I want to, I feel like it was weaker in the specific area. And just because you're weaker in that area doesn't mean that you're not stronger in others. I, I, I believe that, you know, God doesn't make any, any mistakes at all. And when you even look into the way that he designed men, the way that he designed women, the roles that he had set for us to play, mm. um, you know, the the I know myself that in certain stages of life, the woman is quote unquote weaker because of where she is. Mm. 
mm. at that moment. And at that moment, you need you need to be covered. You need the the man that is stronger to to lift you up physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Um, I remember when um, I was young, young in the you know, I'd say young in the faith. Really, when I came back to the Lord with my head screwed on right, um, Juanita Byam had um, a series at that time called No More Sheets. And she said something along the lines in one of her messages is that she, you need a man or you need someone that can catch you in the spirit. Mm. And that totally intrigued me. And it came when it came now to the time where the Lord was blessing me with my husband. That is one thing that I said. I need someone that is able to catch me in the spirit, meaning if I'm falling. Mm. And there's many times in life as a woman, you feel like you're falling. You feel like the weight of life is so much. You need that person to be able to carry you. Um, not that when, you know, another way that you could look at it, oh, I'm running so fast in the spirit, I need someone to catch up with me. Mm. But it's you need that person that is is stronger than you. So spiritually, you've got to be stronger than me because if I'm falling, I need you to catch me. And I need physically, you to be able to handle both of us. <laughs> exactly. Physically, if I'm falling, mm. I need you to, to be able to catch me. Emotionally, if I'm falling, I need you to be able you know, to catch me and bring me back to that place that, um, you know, I, I I need to be. But I think society has framed our minds as, um, as women that we don't need to be caught. We don't need to be supported. And that's why some women... Is it that society has taught or kind of told us that we don't need to be supported? Or has it been that... In certain aspects, society has never actually provided support. It's always, you know, kind of do it on your own. I, I don't know if I'm getting a little too sociological here, but it's also like do do it on your own. And um, because of that, we've allowed not allowed ourselves to receive support. If that makes sense, I, I do. I do understand it. Um, you know, from that perspective, um, but then. Well, going back again to just the 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 marriage part, um, a lot of times as women we feel that we've got to find out of a half. Mm. That means that I'm not. If I need another half, that I'm means not I'm whole. not whole. Yeah, I remember you cussing me out for that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and um, it's so important that we're in our place with in our Christian walk where God has made us whole. So all the hurts, all the pain, all the bad words that were spoken over you mm. you've been healed from that and you are whole and when you're whole you can operate in order mm. and the, uh, you know even just saying that it just begins to make sense there are so many broken people in positions of power how can we expect them to be able to even follow order when they're not whole they're mm. broken mm. they're broken um, so, you know, you know, going back to the title of the podcast today, that God honors order. How do we get into order? Mm. You know, that that is the question to think about um, in, in, in churches. You look into some churches and, you know, today I was listening to Winita Baum again. <laughs> 
We talked about her a lot today. <laughs> you know, <laughs> hashtag Rita Byam, Prophetess Byam, Dr. Byam. <laughs> you know, God bless her um, and for the impact that she has had in the kingdom. Um, but we talk about the spirit of Jezebel. Even in one of our previous episodes, we were talking about the black woman. Was it the three different tropes? Yeah. And one of them was Jezebel. Um, you know, the red lipstick, the red nails, um, you know, the control, the controlling woman. Um, you know, we we look at, at, at all of that, but Jezebel herself needed help. Mm. She, you know, she, obviously, she was missing something and she was trying to make up for, for that. Yeah. And a lot of times P, women put on that masculine role because they don't want anyone to see they have low self-esteem or they have issues. It's a front. Mm. without me getting too deep it's a front and you can't oh i wish i had my notepad because i had another note that said that you can't be in order if you're pretending mm. because you yourself are not in order now because now you've put someone else at the front when it's like okay i've called you to help with this personality to be in this position at this time and if you're acting like someone else who's in a different position then you yourself are not in order and therefore you cannot receive order so you you can't god can't bless someone who's pretending god can't bless who you pretend to be that's what i had on my notepad Mm -hmm. god can't bless who you pretend to be and if you're pretending to be someone then you yourself are not in order Mm. so i think our listeners should chime in Mm. Um, comment, send, send us an email. Let us know what you what you think on this subject. I kind of um, want this one to be first. <laughs> I want to I want to push it up to the front now. Um, you know, you know. Let us know what what you think. Um, if you're a woman in ministry, um, please let me know. Please. I feel like we didn't even touch on like being a woman in ministry that much. I feel like, ugh, that's a whole another episode. Just that's, that's another episode, but. You know, if you're in ministry, please please reach out. And let me know. Um, I love connecting with women in ministry, um, and I believe that women are powerful in ministry. I believe that there there is a special place um, for us, and we're able to touch and connect in ways that um, you know men not sectioning them out at all. <laughs> that men you know cannot um, connect, um, and that brings me back to you know one of my uh, good friends, bishop friends in America and, you know, the purpose of having a women's retreat. Mm. Um, connecting as women, but connecting without competition. Mm. Um, and I think one thing that is lacking in the body of Christ is the level of transparency. We don't want anyone to know exactly what we've been through because um, we don't want anyone to use our testimony against us. Mm. And I think that can sometimes take away from what could be achieved if we were real Mm. if we were really really real I don't mind telling my testimony I I really don't and if someone wants to take it and misconstrue it and throw it out there and say whatever whatever guess what that was my past that's not who I am today amen before we go I do want to I think we talked a lot about family and order and family and order and ministry in a, a sense of marriage. But before we go, especially as this is an experience that you've had, what is it like and how can you honor order as a single woman in, in, 
in ministry, you know, being under a man of God. I think even in our own ministry, we see that under dad, there is, we do have women ministers and we do have single women ministers. And I think I always, I do admire them on how they do operate under uh, their, their man of God and honoring their men of God in the order that, um, that they've placed him. I mean, one of our ministers, I mean, very educated, very accomplished, and yet can still be humble enough to respect that. Even though my dad Bishop with not as many like qualifications as hers, not many quote unquote, like secular accomplishments as her, he can say something. And it's yes, Bishop. And I like, even though sometimes it's like, girl, talk back to him, say something. <laughs> but, like, but it's like, you know what? I do, I do honor your your respect for him as your man of God and not allowing, because I've seen how people can get, I'm big, uh, you know, I've done this and I've done that, and how quickly it's turned on them. And like, not even saying that because he's my dad, but how quickly it's turned on him because they haven't respected that order. So quickly, quickly, just quickly before we go, how, how was that for you operating in ministry as a single woman? And how would you advise people who are single in ministry under a specific man or under their man of God? Mm. It's a good question. I, I, for me, it's always come back to the word that every woman hates to hear submission. Ugh. Um, because before I was married, I was under um, our late, I call him Daddy Morgan, um, affectionately, the late Bishop Carlton Morgan. And it was the fact that at a young age, I understood what submission was and pl where to place the man of God. Mm. Not on a pedestal, not in the place of God, but where... To how to honor and respect him and I love the African cultures um, the way that they honor their men of God understanding that's a vessel that God himself has chosen mm. and when you understand God has put this person in place God has given this person authority submission becomes easy mm. um, you I'm not saying there were times when I questioned everything that Morgan did <laughs> um, even you know, that's for another episode, even how me and your dad met. Um, but just... Who is this strange pastor coming from America? <laughs> fighting against my own blessing. But again, that um, it is another another episode. But really just a submitting. I mean, and the scriptures, the scriptures tells us. I mean, I believe it's in James. Don't quote me right now, don't. I haven't flicked it to it in my Bible. Uh -oh. um, you know, when you, you submit yourself to the Lord and the devil will flee from you. Mm. And when we understand that submission is key, it is key. Um, but I think oftentimes submission has been equated to inequality. Yes. And, 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 and in my, in, in my mind, I can hear people saying I'm a slave because, you know, and again, I mean, in our last episode, we talked about it a little, a little bit, you know, what slavery in itself has done to quote unquote, the the black church. Uh, that's a whole, that's a whole episode. Itself. But, um, you know, the, 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 the things, certain words, certain terms, what we associate with it today mm. is not what God intended for us to associate it with. Mm. Um, 
you know, you, you might be, oh, why are you sitting there talking about God and slavery? God, it wasn't, slavery didn't happen on the account of God. Please say that one more time. Slavery didn't what? Did not happen on the account of God. Amen. God did, you know, it's, it's the wickedness of man's heart. And I think that's where we fall short. Mm. Um, you know, we blame the white man. We blame them. Listen, there were black slave owners too, not calling anyone out. I'm still going to blame the white man. <laughs> but, you know, yes, what the slave trade now. Mm. Yeah. We, we understand that. But that was that, that it comes down to the wickedness of man's heart and the love of money. The love of money. The root of all evil. The root of all evil. Mm for another episode and money does answer us answer us all things though let's make it very clear yes money answers all things i mean thank you lord for the one that will bless me with the million dollars oh, or the hallelujah. million pounds hallelujah but the scripture says the love of money when someone loves money they will do anything for mm-hmm. it anything mm-hmm. but yeah so it's been an episode haven't it Okay, one more thing. Oh, I'm sorry, I keep dragging that. One more thing. How would you address or what would you say to someone that's like overseer, mom? What, like I'm struggling with submission. What are practical steps that you would give them to say, okay, how, like this, this is how you going to do it. This is how, this is what you need to do. Like, obviously it's not going to be the same for everybody. Um, but how, how would you help someone like that? I think the first the first step I would say is self-denial. Mm. When you um, begin to deny that, you know, your, yourself, like we we heard the term picking up your cross daily, um, you know, killing the flesh. Submission does come down to that killing the flesh. Mm. Your flesh will tell you, don't, 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 don't submit to that. Person. Don't listen to them. You ain't got to do that. You ain't no one's child. That's what your flesh is going to tell you. But when you speak back, when your flesh talks, speak back to Mm. it um, and speak back to it, edifying words from the word of God. I think um, a great place to start is in the word. Look at the great examples of submission. Just look through the Bible and see those people who were submitted, what happened to them. Mm. And when you see those examples, you can it will then resonate with you. Submission is not a bad thing. Mm, even like I'm thinking of Moses and Joshua. And then I was like, oh, like in our ministry, we call, you know, dad and pastor, the Joshua generation and seeing how they even submitted to grandpa Morgan and, and even how dad even was submitting while we were still in America. Crazy, isn't it? And, and yeah. how, how that allowed God to move in a place where now he is the bishop of that of that ministry. So, I mean, oh, we're giving a, we're giving away a little, a little a little too much. Y'all might be able to find us now, but <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, seeing seeing how God even made that happen for them because they were submitted and they're men and they're men. So. I mean, yeah, I'm done now. It's been an episode. It's been a lovely episode. I think it's actually been our best episode. I'll be real. And I really want to, I'm, I'm thinking of doing two at the same time, the intro episode in this one, because it, I don't know, this is definitely something that, that needs to be It needs to be said. said. It does need to be said. Submission is not just for women. Submission is not a bad thing. Being in order is not a bad thing. Yeah. Submission is not just for women. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just going to say that one more time. But as Els is just really uh, into this subject, I'm going to say if all hearts and minds are clear. <laughs> We're going home. <laughs>
<laughs> May the Lord watch between me and thee while we're absent from another. Thank God. Thank, Thank God. God. Thank, Thank God. 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 All God right, bless. Guys. Bye. Bye. Oh my gosh, we didn't do it. If you could keep up with us. If you want to keep up with us, you can find us on Instagram at whose child are you? And in that bio, you will find both my personal Instagram and mom's personal Instagram. You can also send us a ask MD question if you'd like at our email, whose child are you at gmail.com. Now all hearts and minds are clear. We're going home. May the Lord watch between me and the while we're absent one from another. Thank God. Thank God. Thank God. Bye. Bye.